Headliner Radio, the creative voice. A very warm welcome to The Big Listen on Headliner Radio. Today I'm very pleased to be speaking to Kevin Glendening. He's a monitor engineer who's worked with the likes of Justin Timberlake, Maroon 5 and many, many more, uh, as well as being an artist consultant at JH Audio. Uh, Kev, welcome to the show, mate. How are you? Colby, it is great to hear from you and good morning from uh, lovely Southern California. Uh, <laughs> all the way over to your side of the pond, buddy. How are you? Yeah, oh man, I'm great. It's it's a real pleasure to be chatting to you today, man. It's um it's been a while since we uh since we properly connected, so it's uh, it's great to catch too, up. Too long, <laughs> far far too long. Absolutely. I think, how, how I think we... we're all ready to do the in person thing again and oh, do away sure. with email emails and WhatsApp texts, Def- right? Definitely, definitely, man. <laughs> how are things where you are, mate? Things are great. Yeah, things are terrific. Um, uh, like I said, coming uh, uh, nice and early this morning, coming at you from uh, Southern California. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Got out here last week, and um, I've got uh, some Miley Cyrus rehearsals. We got underway a, a few days ago that are going great, and um, cool. we've got a, a couple more days of that, and then headed down to South America with her on Wednesday. Oh, superb. Um, yeah, so I mean, I I'm sure you've you've heard this echoed throughout the throughout the globe and the community, but it's just it's so it's I know it sounds hokey, but it feels so good to to be back. Air quotes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, whether uh, I, I have friends in all you know various um, uh, avenues, you know, in the in the community, on the road, off the road, vendors, sound mixers, lighting directors, whatever, and everyone's just uh, just happy to get the the wheels spinning again, and and. Um, yeah, it's it's a good feeling. It really yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. It's been been a is, long time. It is good. Yeah, it is good to see to see shows coming back and to see you know guys and girls getting getting back to what they do, you know, and, and what they love best. But um, I mean, te- before we talk about what's going on with JH and and you know with your you know with shows and that, Kev, um, tell tell us a little bit just for our listeners, um, if you don't mind, a bit about your background, because um, you know I briefly just mentioned there in the intro that you've worked with some huge names. Uh, in music as a monitor engineer, but you know, when did you first start working in live sound, Kev? It's it's been a blur, <laughs> believe <laughs> it or not. Um, at uh, seventeen years of age, uh, back in my uh, where I'm originally from, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Um, as a, as a, I mean, even, I shouldn't say even seventeen before that because uh, I wasn't even driving yet. We were we were borrowing older friends' cars to lug the equipment <laughs> around. Just a uh, small, uh, you know, I was a drummer starting out in a punk band. We were awful, but uh, I was the only one with a job. So I was buying microphones and amplifiers mm-hmm. and monitors. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, getting an XLR the right way around was like a, a, a huge accomplishment back in those audio days. But um, yeah, we, we just kind of toured around uh, the Chicago area and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, with high school bands, so nothing too extensive. Sure, but yeah, yeah. Re- really kind of grew from wanting to be a musician. I was always checking out the, you know, the bigger bands and the, the venues with install systems. I, I really just gravitated towards towards the gear and the guys yeah. and girls mixing our shows. I was always bugging them and asking them questions. And, you know, we all kind of went off our separate ways uh, into, you know, college and, and you know, air quotes, the real world, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I had always stuck with audio and, and the technical side of things, the engineering, uh, into a physics sort of perspective, into acoustics, and just wanted to be a sponge and uh, pick up everything I could. Um, growing up, I, w- I was a big Metallica fan, mm-hmm. and uh, I mm-hmm. wore out their VHS tape, uh, A Year and a Half in the Life, which was a tour documentary. 
And at the very end, it said concert sound provided by DB Sound Displays, Illinois. Uh-huh. Literally down the road from where I grew up in about um, uh, five or six doors down from where my dad worked at United Airlines. So oh, there we go. Uh, kind of before I'm dating myself before the internet, uh, at least company websites were just becoming a thing. So I figured out how to contact them. And then in long story short, ended up sweeping the floor at DB sound. Um, it was like walking into the hall of fame for the first time. I had Allman brothers and ACDC and Metallica cases and XL fours from big Nick and, you know, all sitting there. And I had read about all of these things in all the, the magazines. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I, those, that was the Bible coming up. That was what I wanted to do. And I wanted to be those guys and the whole thing. So it really was overwhelming. And I mean, I was cleaning motor chains and pushing a broom and uh, pretending I knew how to solder, you know, and just <laughs> anything that, you know, going to get pizza for the late night prep, prep uh, uh, outings, the whole thing, you know, anything that we could do. And uh, anyhow, uh, months later, um, Metallica had put out a substantially sized um, um, A and B rig, a leapfrog system, meaning they need two crew, they need two cabinets, they need two of everything. Yeah, yeah. And we were short a guy. They needed 12 people. They had 11. So number 12 came to me. I got my passport situated and went on tour. And um, lo and be, I mean, it's, it's kind of serendipitous, I guess, <laughs> would be the word, where the band that got me... Uh, where I, you know, involved with uh, said company, yeah. DB Sound, put me on the road for the first time. So it was, it's kind of a, a, a make believe story. I'm, one I'm still like, you know, kind of pinching myself pinching about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, to this day, uh, Big Mick Hughes, Paul Owen, who I just got to see a couple weeks ago in Nashville, are still dear friends. And, uh, you know, that's, that was kind of the start of it. I, I was yeah. a company guy for three tours. I went on to ACDC after that and then the Rolling Stones. And, Amazing. Um, yeah, it, it was, I mean, talk about baptism by fire. Yeah, and yeah. I had uh, Paul Owen and Niall Slevin, John Roden and... Um, Incredible. Uh, Christopher Wade Evans, you know, arguably the four greats of all time in the monitor engineer yeah. uh, pr- profession to, uh, to teach me everything. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you can't buy that education no, anywhere, no. you know, <laughs> no, like at, you at say, any, yeah. any school. So it was, it was, um, it was, it was great. It was, it really was, uh, you couldn't have mapped a better, better stepping stone, you know, a better path, yeah. uh, to get where I wanted to go. So, um, came back and, um, Todd Johnson at DB sound, who was kind of overseeing my world, uh, uh, off the road on local work and the whole thing said, Hey, do you want to go out and mix Deftones? Um, wow. I said, sure. I think I'm up for it. I think I could do the job and, you know, so forth. And, uh, went out and that was kind of my first, okay, you're on your own. You're not the number two guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you know, you're not going to get any more education than you already did. And did a couple of years with, with those guys around the world and, um, kind of, uh, said goodbye to being the company man and went on the independent route, moved out to California from there. Um, got in touch with the, the likes of Dave Rat, Dave Shadone. Okay. Uh, out here. Yeah. Sound image, Rat Sound, and just kind of knocked on doors. And those folks were great and uh, getting wheels, wheels moving. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, into, into being an independent mix engineer. And, and that was, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I was going to say early 2000s. This must have been yeah. around this time. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah oh, 03, I think. I yeah. think, um, yeah, next next summer would kind of be 20 years of, of myself being independent. So Amazing. It's, it's, it's been amazing. It re- really has. That's absolutely the word for it. I'm grateful um, 
for those, uh, everybody I've gotten to work with as far as the clients and the crews yeah. and the companies and, and, um, yeah, it's, it's been great. And, uh, you know, being back at it and kind of, you know, post pandemic, um, and I'm comfortable using that word now. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really sort of reevaluating and falling in love with our craft again. And, yes. Yes. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm working with Miley filling in for Vishwadi right now, you know, and, and it's, it's just been great. Wonderful humans, awesome music. Um, great support from Athe and Claire out here in California and, uh, looking, looking forward to getting on a plane and doing some shows in some foreign countries coming up. Yeah. Incredible, mate. I mean, it's, it's mad how things work out sometimes, isn't it? And I can tell that you're, you know, incredibly grateful, incredibly blessed to, to have kind of taken the route that you did, um, and, and how things have worked out. I mean, yeah, obviously the pandemic was, was an awful situation, but I feel like things have, you know, hopefully we're coming out the other side of it now, uh, bigger and better than before shows, are, you know, the energy at some of these shows is, is just through the roof. You know, people haven't been out in a couple of years. I'm sure you're already experiencing that. Um, so yeah, just amazing, amazing to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It really has. It's kind of kicked it up a notch. I think the attitude, the overall, uh, vibe of, of the crews of yeah. the management has improved. And we've all been kind of, if there's any silver lining here, Kobe, I honestly, I think it's kind of been, Hey guys, we really had a cool thing or mm-hmm. what we do is, is, is really spectacular. Mm-hmm. And yes, we all work really hard. We sacrifice a lot of hours and so forth away from home and everything, but it really is something, uh, that we should all be really pleased and proud of. Uh, I got the chance to go um, down. We were in San Diego um, visiting the corn and system of a down camp. Okay. Uh, Roy Milner um, was out mixing um, corn with raw base on monitors. Uh, Pazihara was doing monitors for system and with Sean Sullivan uh, out front. And, you know, four awesome, I mean, A-level, top-of-the-line engineers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got to sit stage left for a little bit, got to go out front, you know, the whole thing, and just kind of, you know, they're all all uh, clients of ours over at Jerry Harvey audio. And it was, you know, everybody had a little bit more pep in their step. Everybody was, mm. was really happy to be, be doing that. The band sounded great. The mixers were outstanding. I mean, it was blown away. We got to listen to some belt packs, got to go out front, listen to the PA. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was just really, it was, it was really, uh, uh, not just satisfying, but just great to see everybody, um, and be in such a good mood. I mean, even, even the backline guys I've known forever and some of yeah, the band guys yeah. and stuff, you know, it's, uh, go way back with, with a lot of that, those camps. And, uh, it was just, just really neat to see. I think no matter what, uh, however things taper off or continue on, however, we're going to be handling this going forward post 2020. Yeah. Um, I do think again, if there's any silver line, I think folks are going to be quite grateful. Yeah. Oh, um, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. About what, you know, again, it's, it's pretty cool what we do. It's unique for sure. Absolutely. Um, and, um, and it's, uh, you know, I, but like I said, a blur. I mean, yeah. just to say that I've been over two decades doing this. Yeah. It's <laughs> really just saying it out, hearing it out loud. It's, it's pretty wild. Before we, uh, before we talk about some of the stuff that's going on at JH, Kev, um, you know, you mentioned some of the, some of the gigs you've done, ACDC, Metallica and, and such like. Um, but just for our listeners, could you just give a little bit of a, a I guess a bit of a summary um, on some of your your favorite gigs and your favorite tours, because you've worked with kind of the whole kind of spectrum uh, of, yeah. of musicians from from all kind of genres, right? 
Yeah, it's it's been fun. The, the aforementioned where, where you know I was I was the tech on that. I was an assistant monitor engineer sure. or helping out sure, with yeah. PA and or what you know whatever. But um, kind of moving, to, you know, going back from like Deftones on forward uh, has have been an independent mix engineer. Um, I can count on one hand how many times that's been out front, um, and not not how many tours, but I mean literally how many times I've mixed front of house. So it's yeah, primarily yeah. been monitors ninety nine percent of the time the last twenty years. So. Um, but it's, uh, I, I got a chance to go kind of bouncing around. Like I said, a lot of the California companies had put me out on no doubt moving into Gwen solo stuff mm -hmm. into Weezer. Uh, I did uh, some That's stuff right. with chili peppers after that. Um, and, uh, from that, um, after the stint with the chili peppers, uh, I got a really, um, sort of, uh, covert phone call. It was very, uh, <laughs> It was almost it was it was unique where they wouldn't say who it was. It was one of those. It wouldn't uh, tell you what it paid. They wouldn't tell you where you were going. Are you available? This, but I need to know now. And it was from our dear friend ML Prosize, um, okay. um, the the late great um, uh, ML, who I know we all still to this day. He's he's been with uh, he's been gone about five years now, and we all still very much miss him. But this was very much his style, and I knew it was big because it was coming from him and the whole thing. And um, I had I'd literally been home for about 36 hours. And the bags weren't even unpacked. And here I am doing laundry, getting ready to head back out if I were to say yes to this. So I just bit the bullet and said yes. And it ended up being Justin Timberlake. And there we go. Yeah, not too shabby. And <laughs> it was uh, Justin's you know, early days in his solo career. And um, ended up being with him for a long time, mm -hmm. along with a good friend, Andy Meyer, who's actually still in that camp. Um, and Justin's, you know, I just I I can't say enough great things about himself uh, personally, the crew, the family. I mean his 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 folks that are running the show out there, the management, everybody, Johnny Wright, everybody just was awesome. Um, so again, still really close with that entire family. Yeah. Um, from Rom Stevenson, who I know you've had on, and and you know who's who was his our backup singer at the time, who's yeah. now his vocal yeah. coach. And uh, you know it's been a great progression seeing some of the crew work themselves into a managerial role within that camp. Mm -hmm. And Justin was was terrific. Uh, we we had an awesome run. Um, it was um, it was it was challenging. It was loud. It was in the round. Um, it was my first non rock sort of genre into the pop world uh -huh. and learned how to mix around a very not quiet audience. <laughs> that was a, a challenge and. Um, that opened a lot of doors for me. He went away to go start a film career and yeah. uh, we all went on our separate ways within the crew. Um, I had uh, met Alicia and Adam Levine, uh, uh, one of Justin's um, uh, benefit concerts that we did in Vegas every year okay. for Shriners Hospital. And uh, Taylor Swift was also another one who was, was part of that. And they, you know, because it was a charity benefit, nobody showed up with a monitor engineer. So I mixed everybody um, okay. as per Justin's, Justin's request, just to kind of festival style everything. Uh -huh. And, um, that led into, um, a long run with, um, Maroon 5 from Adam. He was, he was happy with it and met his, his, uh, manager at the time, Sean Tez, mm -hmm. who was like, Hey, what are you doing next fall? You know, it was one of those, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Alicia, the same thing. She came up and just sat at her piano, did her thing right when empire was coming out, her Amazing. big hit. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was, it's just, it was uh, it was a great door that that uh, Justin and everyone had opened. Again, thank you, ML. And um, I a long stint with Maroon Five, uh, right into Alicia. Um, Alicia and, and Lenny Kravitz are good friends, and, and I kind of migrated into the Lenny world a little bit, back and <laughs> forth between the two. So 
you know, it really w- was astonishing um, working with these great, you know, huge artists and, and terrific yeah, teams yeah, that yeah. they assemble around them. But it also made it sound, it felt so small. Um, these are huge names and it was all just a blur, went from one to one to one. Mm. But um, the fact that it all was due to that one sort of umbrella from these award, uh, benefit shows rather, um, steaming into long, long 10 years on, yeah. on the road yeah, yeah. With, with all these, all these people. But uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, I, I wouldn't take any of it back. No, no regrets. Uh, not even a little. No, I can imagine. No, that's incredible, man. It's, um, it just sounds like it was just, you know, like you say, the, the JT stuff opened a lot of, a lot of doors and then it was just kind of one after the other, which, um, which, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a bit of a, been a bit of a roller coaster uh, for you, but um, how amazing is that? You know, getting to work with some of these names and and being so involved with with their camps because, like you say, when you're on the road doing these big tours and you've got thousands of, you know, you're playing to crowds of hundreds of thousands, um, everything kind of behind the scenes, I can imagine, would seem quite small and quite intimate. You know, when you're working with these teams, they're like families, aren't they? When you're on the road. Yeah, it sounds hokey about it, but it really is. You eat with these yeah. folks. You 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 do you know you play miniature golf with them on the days off. Uh, somebody has a you know something going on at home. Mm. You work on it together. Um, for, uh, you know, good things and bad things. You're all in it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, Twelve people on a bus, whatever it is, you have no choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it really you know again without being too hokey about it, 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 your character development as a as a person as a human being uh, is is really unique. Um, and you know, it's kind of a, 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 a fraternity of sorts, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, sure. a, a club, a club, if you will, of, of road people, guys and gals and of various ages, different parts of the world. Um, you know, I'm, I'm out here in LA and, uh, going to be seeing some folks that, uh, I haven't seen in ages, but you pick right up. Yeah. Um, there's, there's yeah. a, there's a uniqueness to it. Every, uh, you know, not just a different energy, but you, you know, you kind of been through some stuff together and that, uh, that, that really kind of molds you into, into that, that kind of person, because, you know, anybody listening or in yourself and, and, you know, um, and Paul, you know, Mr. Watson mm-hmm. as well, but they all know that touring individuals are unique individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you've been doing it as long as we all have, um, it, it definitely crafts you, molds you, if you will, in, into a particular person. I don't know if it's for better or worse, but <laughs> it is what it is, right? <laughs> yeah, we would hope we would hope for the better, of course. But um, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's amazing, man. That's, that's great stuff, and um, yeah, it's just good good to hear uh, some cool stories from uh, from your time on the road. But um, you've also obviously been working with JH Audio for for a little while now, quite a while. Was who's that? Uh, <laughs> what was that? Oh, oh, those guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, as on the artist side, obviously, and um, you know, uh, I know you've kind of uh, built up uh, a bit of a, a bit of a rep there, and you're you know very involved in the tech side as well. Um, and I just wanted to talk to you about what's going on at the company, um, really. I mean, you know, pandemic-wise, was a little bit of a worry for for all manufacturers. You know, shortages of components yeah. for products and all that kind of stuff. Um, I know it was a little bit of a a little bit of a challenge for for a lot of manufacturers. Um, but you know, don't want to dwell on the pandemic stuff too much. How have things been? like you say, post-pandemic, Kev, at the company? Honest, I, it's, honestly, I know it's been super busy, but, you know, from your perspective. Yeah, it's it's a blessing. I mean, an absolute just godsend of 
greatness. Like it's, we kind of felt the rev up before the sound companies did and before the venues got booked uh-huh. and before, you know, and I, I was talking to Sean Claire from Claire Global about this. You know, we were talking quite often and, you know, and a lot of his staff and, and over there in Lidditz in LA and everybody else. And even, you know, Brian in uh, at Brit Row and, you know, just keeping tabs on the community and the industry. We kind of felt the rev up uh, before a lot of the majors did. Mm. Um, and, and because if you think about it, the musicians were rehearsing at home, right? Engineers were taking online courses. Well, yeah. everyone's still kind of using our stuff. And they're like, well, I, you know, these, or they sat dormant in a, in a, in a road case for mm. 18 months. Well, I got to get these fixed. I got to get these clean. So our repairs, uh, our repair tech division got hit hard fast. Um, you know, uh, last spring, I guess almost a year ago. Okay. And that was kind of the telltale to, okay, this is happening again and, yeah, and yeah. so forth. And, you know, we were very transparent about it. I said, you know, we went out, our sales team contacted, uh, you know, all of their, uh, clientele and, and just say, Hey, please don't call us on Friday saying you got a load in Monday and yeah. you need these fixed, you know, the, you know, whatever. Or, you know, just serviced, you know, and it's, yeah. it's like a F, it's an F1 car. You can't keep it in the garage and just expect it to go run track, you know, um, uh, and, and perform right. Yeah, she'll probably fire up, but, that, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot under our hood, too, that needs maintenance, that sure. needs, you know, care and the whole thing. And, it's, you know, the analytics side of it, uh, some of it can be, can be performed in person at home, but a lot of it we prefer to get done under our roof at the lab in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. So that being, that being said, um, uh, it's, it's been a constant, um, um, tempo of busyness and yeah. we, and that's, that's been obviously with repairs, like I said, like a year ago. Um, and you know, we, unfortunately getting back to your original question, Kobe, that we had, you know, to make some personnel changes, whether that was a decrease in numbers or sure. a, uh, you know, uh, changes in the roster. I honestly think I've been with the company a long time, a little over 10 years. I've been with Jerry over 20 as a, you know, a, a customer. Yeah. Um, I think this is the best staff he's ever had assembled uh, in terms of management, okay. sales staff, boots on the ground, mm-hmm. repair techs, shipping, receiving. Uh, I really do. I really do. We were uh, just uh, happy to announce hiring Jay Easley as our new sales director, um, who's a... Uh, a great guy to have at the helm, fellow mm. road mixer, production manager. Uh, he's just a uh, awesome, awesome guy. He used to run things out in Vegas for us. Um, he's actually down in Australia, mixing bush uh, okay. right now. So uh, you know that one of the cool things uh, that has put sort of set JH above everyone else is, and I, I oftentimes rem- remind folks of this that we're a, we're an IEM company built by people that use IEMs. You know, yes, we have salespeople, we have, you know, tech directors and, you know, so forth, everything else that the company needs as a nucleus. But, you know, we're still people that use these things on the road. We, we know what, what we need as far as tour support. We know what these things need to sound like yeah. from everything, how they plug into a belt pack to, you know, the frequency response and sound signatures that he or she is going to be looking for and the whole yes. thing. So yeah. complete, you know, very, very community active. Um, whereas I've, feel like a lot of other um, yeah, outlets uh, make great products and they're working, but it's it's just a notch. We kind of kick it up a notch coming from us uh, in terms of uh, industry awareness. And that's, you yes. know, familiarity with gear uh, as well as what's going on with, with uh, fellow engineers and, and moving parts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can 
do a good job of, of servicing the community that way because we are, you know, so, so in, in touch with, with every, all the, yes. you know, uh, all the players. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you say, Kev, it's, you know, it's a company built by uh, and maintained by the, the guys and girls that use this, te- this technology themselves and this, these products themselves. Yeah. So, um, you know, and as, as many of our listeners will already know, Jerry's very much a pioneer in the industry um, and it sounds like the company is kind of, you know, as, as stronger than it's ever been, which is just, it's great to hear, man. It's remarkable. Yeah. It's, and it's a, um, it's a, it's a, um, again, hats off. Jerry, um, probably could have called it a career w- through all this. And, you know, he, uh, to, um, to his testament, um, I, you know, we're all forever, you know, I speak about all 51 of us at JH. We're all very grateful that he's the boss. Yeah, we work for such an incredible person with incredible, you know, an incredible team. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I'm not going to lie, scary times, you know, for a lot of us uh, in and out of the company. And so, no, we're going to, we're going to muscle through this. We're going to come out the other end. And, you know, a lot of guys, uh, guys and girls at the company all said, we're going to be stronger on the other end. And I, I said, yeah, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, we'll see. I really think we are. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Just because we're all taking out the garbage and we're all, you know, helping out with FedEx and I'm knocking on this door or, you know, meeting this guy or, you know, we're all wearing a lot of hats at the yes. company. And now that we're able to hire back a bit, the lab has less stress because we can put a proper team in there day to day. Um, it's, it's, um, yeah, I, 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 again, without being hokey about it, I, I feel like we've come out stronger on the other end and, yeah. and yeah. um, like, like any other good company, large and small, um, in and out of the, uh, industry, it all starts at the top, and uh, we uh, we we all know that, and are again very very grateful for who we work for and, and the uh, the company we keep at Jerry Harvey Audio. Yeah, yeah, excellent stuff, mate. It's um, this is all you know. It's all fantastic to hear, and it sounds like there's going to be a lot to us to, for us to look forward to this year from the company. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, and I'm sure you've personally got a lot to to look forward to as well. You know, with gigs coming back. So, and I mean, you're on the road, at, like you say, with Miley at the moment. So. You know, best of luck with uh, with all of that stuff, man. Um, uh, Appreciate it. I think um, I think that's a really good place for us to 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 leave it, Kev. I mean, you know, um, like I say, best of luck with everything you've got going on at the moment. Um, I'm sure everyone will have their eyes on JH um, and new products. Um, obviously, I, I understand there's you know you can't talk about too much, but I'm sure uh, the Nam <laughs> show the Nam show this summer uh, we'll see a lot at Nam um, and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, yeah, yeah well, I appreciate it, Kobe. It's, it's been awesome catching up. And uh, again, congrats to you guys as well. Uh, the traction that Headliner Radio has gotten. I, I have people reaching out to us directly that found us through you guys. So to you awesome. and Paul and everybody at Headliner, thank you so much for the inclusion. No, thank and, you. Uh, Kevin. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I, mate. I tune in on the weekly too. You guys do a great job, and it's awesome uh, hearing from all the the guys and girls in the industry Excellent. on your channel as well. So thanks so much for having us. Thank you, Kev. Um, for the purposes of the podcast, we'll say our goodbyes now. Um, but yeah, take care, man, and uh, we'll catch up very soon. Appreciate it. Take care, everyone. Cheers, buddy. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.